1: So before we got to LA, I was thinking, you know, is it really a great place to drive? But Kyle was convincingly, or trying to convince me that, yeah, actually, Los Angeles has some of the best driving roads. So that's what we're going to talk about today. One of the EVs, actually, that we've been able to take out. So welcome back to the Out of Spec Podcast. I'm your host, Francie. You join us in the car from the highway in Los Angeles, where we have enough time, believe it or not, to... Talked to you on the podcast, um, which is what I was expecting. But last night, we actually had fun on clear roads with the Kyle Phyllison. What were we driving around? Actually, it wasn't last night. It was today, just like a couple hours ago. It's been a long day. We're we're calling this this BMW
0: M3 podcast, because that's what we're in right now. We've done a couple podcasts in this car.
1: That's what we're in.
0: Yeah. um, We drove the Audi.
1: Yes. SQ8. E-tron. E-tron, which was... um, pretty, pretty fun. Yeah. Yeah. I it's mean, fine. it was, it was fine. I think that was our general takeaway It was, was that it was fine. You know, um, we had a $103,000 version of it, um, that Wait, we,
0: it's unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. what are you saying it's fine you can't review a car and say it's fine it's just not a you, you can't have that as an outcome you know
2: what fine stands for right no freaked out insecure neurotic and emotional
1: oh well, can a car okay. be
0: all these things <laughs> jordan do you have issues you not telling us <laughs>
1: you
2: i'm just in. quoting the italian job okay. anyways yeah audi sqa e-tron mm-hmm. um in a vacuum ignoring the price love it uh but then when you think about the price And the other things you can buy for that Mm -hmm. are kind of our takeaways. Is like this is going to be a great car in five years. Um, Well, it's a great car five years
0: ago. Five years ago. So okay, the (laughs) e-tron launched in twenty nineteen. (laughs) Twenty eighteen. Twenty
1: eighteen,
0: but twenty nineteen model year. Yeah, yeah. And um, it was ahead of its time in my opinion, Hmm. because the car launched with a great charging curve Mm -hmm. with, I would say at the time, pretty decent range, pretty poor efficiency, especially considering other cars in the market. But it was one of the first electric SUVs. Uh, Mm -hmm. The Model X had just come out a few years earlier. This was really the next one. And um, it was very inefficient, but okay, whatever. So, Fat eTron came out, that's what it's called. And um, we own one of those cars. I love the Fat eTron. I think it's an amazing vehicle. It's so quiet, it's so comfortable. Audi went full send on Max Luxury. It really has all of the A8 level, you know, glazing on the windows, extra padding. It's so comfortable to drive, like, really amazing. And then um, in 2021, so a few years after market introduction, they came out with the eTron S. And basically it was, okay, the standard 400 horsepower wasn't enough, let's add some more. So they put in 496 horsepower, which is about 500 uh, horsepower, and they made a tri-motor variant, which is cool. This is before Model X was a thing, before, I mean, I think it may have been the first tri-motor EV. I believe sure. so. Before
2: Plaid was a thing, yeah. yeah, yeah. Before
0: yeah. Plaid, yeah, sorry, yep. So, uh, so that uh, it may be, I don't know if that's true or not, but... Um, 2021, there must have been a tri-motor EV before that, no? Now I feel like every
3: car's a tri-motor In Magna's
0: EV.
2: testing facility, I guess. Yeah, uh, we did drive that Magna-converted
0: <laughs> yeah. thing. But anyway, that was cool. So it was a series production, three motor, uses induction motors on on each, but like really bad range because it still had the 86 kilowatt hour battery pack with 22-inch wheels and wide body. And like, I think you were lucky if you got like 150 miles of range on that thing. Yeah. like pretty, pretty bad. Um, And now, fast forward to 2023, the SUV landscape has completely changed. We have Model X Plaid on sale with over 300 miles of real-world highway range with a thousand horsepower for 90 grand. Yep. You have BMW iX M60, the top trim performance, which can do 330, 340 miles in the M60 trim, um, with a top speed of 160 miles an hour. That is unbelievably well tuned and quiet with great sound system and that's just over a hundred grand and charges pretty well and you have the mercedes eqe 53 amg which is a small -er or small ish suv uh, that also is very fast and german and does all this stuff so where did the e-tron s fit in well it kind of didn't anymore so audi had to upgrade that one and they have um as for model year 24, gone for the new Q8 e It's their mid-cycle refresh of the car. Uh, they have significantly increased the battery capacity by 20 kilowatt hours. So it's now 106 kilowatt hour usable, up from 86 and a half. And uh, slightly faster charging speed, but still same base platform and everything. The standard Q8 got suspension improvements, uh, steering improvements, chassis systems improvements, motor improvements. And uh, some slight UI, UX software tweaks and stuff like that, and some styling as well. The, uh, the guy next to us in the Audi S4 likes the M3 <laughs> <That's> <laughs> that we're nice. driving. It's just a press car, not our <laughs> car. <laughs> I don't know why I chose a manual M3 this week to shuttle everyone <laughs> around. but I'm LA traffic, it. it's yeah, fine. I just picture LA canyons, so whatever. That's fine. Um, so Audi invited us to come experience, I've already driven the Q8 eTron. We've had one in Colorado, Jordan. We did range tests with it. We did everything we needed with it. Yep. Um, But Audi invited us to drive the new SQ8 e-tron. And the reason they invited us to California to drive it was they actually are claiming they won't have any review cars. Yeah, which was really weird. Very rarely do you see that. Chevy did that with the Silverado. But it's mostly um, just going to be the, yeah, they, they had like five or six of them that they got before they get retail sold. And so I guess they'll be sold as executive demos or whatever with a thousand miles on them or something. Um, but basically they stole some before they went to dealers. And they said, oh, let's let the journalists drive and experience the SQ8 Etron which is the exact same drivetrain as the Etron, e-tron S. S. But with all of the steering system improvements, the chassis improvements with, uh, you know, stiffer lower uh, control arm bushings, which make a huge difference. With, um, you know, the styling upgrades and everything like that of Q8. so And battery capacity. Yeah, so it's got the same battery as the standard Q8 now, which on a full charge indicated just under 200 miles.
3: Yes. Okay. And
0: um, But you can't ever use that to judge range. Um, but it's rated EPA at 216, 218 yeah. with the big wheels. And the standard wheels are 250. Something like that. And the standard Q8 is with the same battery and two motors uh, is almost 300 miles. Hmm. So it's like a 50-mile penalty or 40-mile penalty to get the SQ8 over the standard car,
3: Hmm.
0: which seems
2: ridiculous. And with the proper wheels, even more. Like, like 40% 40 cut in range.
0: (laughs) Yeah, don't get the SQ8 (laughs) on the baby wheels because you you shouldn't get it for the extra power. It's only
3: 90 horsepower more. Yeah, it was like 200 something foot pounds more. Yeah. So it's like in the seven hundreds. Seven hundreds work, yeah, five hundred horsepower. Yeah.
0: But it's not fast. No. Really that was, not fast.
3: That was my biggest takeaway. I never rode in the Etron S. Okay. So I've only had normal Etron experience. Thought the car was underpowered and I think this is still underpowered. My opinion, this should sit where uh, you know, normal yeah. Etron should be this level and then they need to go above that.
0: Yeah don't disagree. So Francie, I set the stage on the history of Etron. What else would you like to talk about? So we started at low speed mm-hmm. cruising around the town.
1: Exactly. What was your
0: impression of that?
1: I think that was pretty comfortable. Um, I think as a, you know, if you're an Audi lover and you have that brand loyalty and yeah i mean i guess that's that's nice it was a, a comfy little commuter driving around that's how i drove it i didn't get to rip it in the canyons um because we didn't have <laughs> enough time i guess uh but yeah i think i thought that was comfortable it was fine i mean the seats were actually literally uncomfortable but that can be yeah so
2: the car countered. itself rode well like mm-hmm. audi's do that well that's where we started was yeah
0: if you have if you're shopping between a normal q8 e-tron or an SQ8 mm-hmm. e-tron are you giving up comfort? Totally. And the answer is not unless you drive them back to back.
3: Slight road noise with the bigger summer tires. Yep, totally.
0: But, but very minor. Yeah, very it's much It's still so. quiet. It's still comfortable. It's still an e-tron at heart.
2: And they tout these newer sports seats, and all we wanted was the other comfortable seats. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right, the multi-contour <laughs>
1: yes. seats. Right, so that that was one part. We took it you know, slow, low speeds, comfort level, and then... Kyle, you took it into the, you were the first one, onto the canyon roads. So you took it into sport mode, higher speeds, ripping it around a little. And what was your impression behind the wheel?
0: Yeah, well, the, the first major improvement with the SQ8, um, even over the, the old SQ, or the old Etron S, is the steering system. Uh, if we look at the base car, the old e-tron to the new Q8 e-tron got a 50% stiffer lower control arm bushing, which to me made all the difference. It also went from a 15 point something to a 14 point something steering ratio it Means on center feel so much more accurate in the response. I was really impressed with the Q8, uh, steering. I, um... Well, when we had them on test, I actually preferred our e-tron, but I like how, <laughs> how squishy it is yep. and everything. But but anyway, the e-tron S to SQ8 um, now is 100% stiffer. So it has twice as stiff on the bushing. So it's really c- connected. I mean, I wouldn't say it's like race car, you get a ton of road feel. But what it means is there's so much less deflection, so much less slop as you put in steering lock to actually what happens uh, in the movement of the wheel. Beyond the steering, Mm there was a recalibrated suspension, so there's slightly different damper tuning, same base air suspension system, car to car, same wheels, same arches. The arches looked, this car looks incredible. Yep. The e-tron S or the SQA, both I think the best looking electric SUV on the market. Mm. It's got that nice wide stance, it's low. I love the way Audis look in general. I just think this thing, what you, was your impression of yes, the car? Yes, totally agree. Like, the presence of the car.
3: Yeah, it's just, it's such a, I'm not going to say underwhelming, but it's an unassuming car. Like, you don't look at that and go, man, that guy, like, really chose, like, some super crazy. It's just very Audi. It's, you know, typically black, gray, white type of Audi situation. We had a really nice painted blue one. Love the colors that they have came out with. But, yeah, I think it's got a great road presence. Audi does their suvs and wagons so well in my opinion especially in the styling department and yeah i mean styling wise i thought it was impressive but suspension i do want to touch on i felt it was and you've said this in the previous eTrons. you've definitely driven them more performance they get this weird undulation under some you know quite heavy driving use of it where we're like kind of bouncing around okay. in the rear Even end it happens under normal with bumps you yeah. get e torque yeah. The torque. Okay. Yeah, well, the whole rear end's bouncing <laughs> yeah. around. Yeah. Definitely felt that through some corners, which I don't think is very confidence inspiring when you're kind of throwing the thing around. Do yeah. I think most people are doing that with their SQ8s? Yeah.
0: Yeah. So I think in general, the SQ8 is only for a very, so, okay. Actually rest of the review really quick performance driving rips in the Kenyans. I mean, it's yeah. not fast in the straight line, forget the power. It needs another 500 horsepower. Like, we are at the point where its competition is literally having double and more horsepower. Yep. Like, it's just, welcome to 2023, that's where we're at. There's no excuse at this point. And, like, you can just say, we're out of the horsepower wars, but they're out of the horsepower wars by 500 horsepower.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Which is crazy. So, like, you know, even Lotus Electra R is, like, 800 horsepower, and that, to me, just felt about right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. we've just moved on. There's no other way around it.
1: Why, why do you think they just not really up that at this point, especially when this is an iteration of something that they've been offering for a while and what it's competing with. That's why it
2: is an iteration, not a new model. Yeah. And so it's competing with its old self. Exactly. Whereas all these other ones are like newer ground up platforms that are built with higher horsepower in mind. Whereas back when this came out, this was like, oh, this is your luxury Mm -hmm. SUV cruiser. And that was honestly back then that's what most suvs were they weren't thought of as like sports suvs now Mm -hmm. we're in this new realm of sports suvs you have the stupid xm and like other
0: things like that xm (laughs) and stuff like that like these were not considerations when they started designing this car in 2012 2013. right um and so you're sort of at a limit of what the i think it's built on the mlb platform can handle all these like major other things but also to jordan's point like especially the Germans, they have a long legacy of building cars. They have a lot of internal benchmarks. They benchmarked the cars against other combustion SUVs at the time because even the Model X was just coming on the market when they were doing this vehicle. And uh, at the time, it was totally appropriate, but the EV like expansion and progression has happened so fast. Mm-hmm. And Audi is so slow, and Volkswagen Group in general is so slow. Mm-hmm. We have a fantastically built car. Yeah. A fantastically well-engineered car, but from a software and performance standpoint is so far beyond where today has got up to. It's like the Germans know how to build a car and engineer it, and it's great. And that's why I love etron. We own one. It's amazing. But uh, men do not expect to buy one expecting the best technology, which used to be the case for the Germans. Oh, yeah. You used to go S-Class, has the best stuff in it. And now, you know, they're five years behind on certain things.
1: Yeah, I think that's something curious here which is that but we also made the point that it's like not everyone needs to have launch mode essentially. But I think but if it's you're it's not
0: necessarily about the launch performance as it is about just the sustained driving performance. This
2: is yeah. a good lane by the way, Kyle. We're good. Yep. We okay. got north at
0: 110 to Pasadena. Okay,
2: good.
1: Perfect. So, I mean, overall
0: Handles great, very yeah. balanced, great brakes. Yeah, great they, they talked a lot about the torque
2: vectoring, and the like mm-hmm. the steering improvements of like the back end following the front end very quickly and easily. and yeah, it's still a six thousand pounds, yeah.
0: but, <laughs> yeah. but it is an amazingly handling vehicle, and actually probably the most natural feeling in the corners of the electric SUV bunch, uh, in my impression. Which Who is, is hard. Buying an electric. Oh right. well, a Lotus is Electra north. is way better, by the way. So yeah, I, I have to use that as a caveat. Mm-hmm. Uh, And I'm sure gravity is going to absolutely rip as well. So, um, yeah, the big question is, who's it for? for? And I thought it would make a great Audi company car. Yeah, Because you have to choose from the Audi lineup. And a lot of people just want to drive electric. And uh, to me, that's like the purest form of Audi electric. Because the e-tron GT is a Taycan. It's J1.
3: And they probably don't do many e-tron GT company cars you know who i would say it's for is the people who want the badge and it's weird to say that but cuz the badge is worse now yeah the <laughs> you badge you the badge, the badge is worse. on the base car now yes yes <laughs> so explain that if you don't so know. i mean buying the badge as in getting the s yeah yeah but badge. explain
0: the the what's the th- red thing called
3: the The rhombus the The rhombus rhombus. yeah explain how that works
0: because that's on the standard car now
3: yeah so you can get the regular q8 and then you get the s line which gets the rhombus which is just a styling appearance package package. package. yes it's our s line pack which has always been weird on audi but they never got the red rhombus unless it was the s variant or the rs variant but speaking to who's going to buy this car i think people are buying it for that badge i have a lot of customers in the detailing world like yeah they'd be fine with an a8 but they get an s8 to have the badge to show that they have the money the things like that they can afford that i really think that's who it's for in all honesty is Hmm. the people who want the best that audi makes and that i don't know that's my thought yeah i don't
2: disagree and it kind of is there's no rs qa e-tron yet that's what we need and that's what we want
0: (laughs) <laughs> yeah, all that today made me want was, like, man, imagine if they actually tried. Like, this turned up to 11. So the, well, it's like, yeah, all we want
2: is this SQ8 turned up to 11, because this SQ8 is kind of turned up
0: to 7. It, not even. <laughs> it's, like, 4.5. It's, like, not exciting in any way. Yeah, the torque record thing is cool. We did a whole video on it. You can watch it. Um, so the answer mm-hmm. is it's 103 grand. It's mm-hmm. too expensive. The used ones have tanked. The, the The thing is, all used car values tank, but most used cars are older than the new cars, and the old e-tron is the same as the new e-tron. Yeah. There's such minor differences that a normal person isn't going to figure it out. Mm-hmm. They've gone through like four name changes for the Gosh. same car. <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> I don't understand their naming right now. It's all over the place. And now they're
0: going to make the even numbers electric and yep. the odd numbers combustion. Yes. Which is going right. to just get phased out because they already know they're going fully electric with all new models by 2026. I mean, right. It, so like why are they, are they gonna going to make the A4 the A5? Yeah, it's just Let's weird. Just keep it as the A4. This is really dumb
1: yeah we've seen Agreed. this a lot with naming conventions where it's just oh, yeah. arbitrary
2: have you heard our podcast of the Bull star four um
1: yeah so i think overall obviously you've said it but it left us wanting and uh wanting more from audi in the future on their path line so yeah but it's, it's cool that we're able to check it out especially on these roads here
0: um roads are great roads are it's a good great. place to test cars it's a great car. No one's going to be disappointed if they buy one, especially if they live in a vacuum and don't drive anything else. That's a great car. Yep. Yeah. The problem is it, it also like that exact car is the same as a 2019 e-tron, with just a little bit more power. So it's not like a new car. It's, right. it's basically launching an old car again. And it's like a facelift where they really didn't do much to change it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And and I just, I can't get over it. They, they added 20 kilowatt hours and it has hundred. 96 miles indicated on a full chart. Right.
3: I don't know if we talked about our efficiency. EPA. We were canyon driving. Okay,
0: we can't. We, yeah, there's no yeah. way we can use that as a. No, well but seriously, if we work we your binders to
3: canyon car this is consumer advice.
2: Yeah. One mile per kilowatt hour. We got down. <laughs> <laughs> like, seriously. But That's a hundred miles of canyons, which is pretty awesome.
3: That's that's pretty good. <laughs> that's <true>. <laughs> Gosh. <laughs> because think I could get that lower. <laughs> <laughs> but I also don't feel like we were driving no, we even were not. close no. to like. Ten tenths of anything, no, and it's like, wow,
0: yeah, a couple hard hits, and that's yeah. about it. Yeah, right. It wasn't good, but Audi, Audi is great at at turning um, you know energy into just. I don't even know. Just just, like just, I years. loved what
3: you said earlier about it. It's like, how do you heard about efficiency? And this is what I told the Audi PR guys.
0: <laughs> I said, your engineers heard the word efficiency. They learned it. And they, they understand said, it. But they, Yeah, they fully understand it. And they said, ah, we're not interested. In that.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the value proposition for this, this car compared to what else is on the market just doesn't really... Um, no. Makes sense to me, and I, well, don't I think, think
0: Audi recognizes that because it sounds like they're not even bringing any in.
1: Right. So it's just going to be the
0: Audi loyalists.
1: Probably not going to fly off the shelves, but you know, sometimes I guess that is obviously a. Technique that automakers
0: have. Or not technique. No, but it's not a good technique.
1: So no, I, I, good. I didn't say it was good. Yeah. I
0: hey, <laughs> you know, honestly probably shouldn't have even engineered this car, but I'm glad they did. And you know, an enthusiast's going to buy it because it drives great. So it's going to be yeah. the driving enthusiast who lives near a canyon who can do his loop.
1: It had good room too. You know, family. It's the same
0: as a normal e Yeah. Yeah. So a great size car.
1: Yeah. Good size car. Um, looks nice. Feels fine. Drives, drives well. Just not the most efficient or impressive be- BEV offering on the market, and we got fact, to go it driving around. The least
0: impressive, really? <laughs> really? <laughs>
1: well, really?
0: Yeah, because it's unchanged.
1: I mean, that's what I'm thinking too. Is like we were talking about in another podcast that we had. You know, when there are automaker reveals and they're not BEVs, I'm unimpressed. But then when mm. there's, you know, all this technology that is advancing year after year tremendously see something
2: like this should should they just not have re-engineered it and lowered the price of the existing one and left it i
1: think the price doesn't
0: make it i mean i think that's just what they did but they didn't lower the
1: price <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs>
3: it's like they ran out of bumpers they're like we, you know their yeah, ones yeah, there they we go put they're, the all the new bumper on. they're german so it was
2: a lot of r&d money because they have to have like 18 meetings to decide the top <laughs> yeah. speed which by the way is 130 miles an hour yeah.
0: which is 30 miles an hour less than an ix
2: Oof.
1: Yeah. Uh,
0: well, the IX, I think, is claimed one hundred and fifty-five and M sixty, but it does one hundred and sixty.
1: <laughs> well, you know, yeah. Let us know in the comments what you think about what we told you. Would you even consider this car?
0: I think if they do, they can be a friend of mine because I would consider this car. But I also buy cars I typically don't recommend to people. Yep so right. for I'm, me it's like oh I'm so into it I'm yeah like, you okay. also own a Coda right so. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. but because I'm a, I value driving enthusiasm and driving performance but mm-hmm. I don't think much of our audience are performance minded buyers
1: I mean um, yeah. they
0: are for straight line stuff they're like Tesla sure. performance minded yeah, like, they like to go Whoa.
1: launch it and have the best user yep. interface right. and I'm like I
0: couldn't care about straight line acceleration I want all the you know intangibles
1: mm-hmm. yep well it's got some of those yep
0: yeah.
2: There you go, your podcast review of the SQ8. Yeah,
1: thanks the for Ocho. tuning in. Let us know what you think in the comments. Um, happy to answer any questions that y'all have. Thanks for joining us on this creepy crawly ride in the Los Angeles traffic. Hey, I don't think we've
0: we got gone of one mile. <laughs> <laughs> I've just been clutching in and out first gear this whole
1: drive. But we're having fun on the uh, Out of Spec podcast
0: in the car. Oh, uh, I'm getting out. Oh <laughs> <laughs> well, you can probably
3: just walk alongside yeah, the car. I'll get out of right.
0: What happens if I open the door while I'm driving?
3: <laughs>
0: it just lets you. It just gave me a little ding and it says door open. Like if I this were a Volvo it'd be screaming. I think a car should let you open
2: the
1: door whenever
0: you want. Can we open all four doors? <laughs> <laughs>